Well, good Thursday morning, everybody. It's the 6th of October, and my title today is, Does Your Brain Need a Break Job? Sorry I missed getting my uh, stuff out yesterday. My wife had a little surgery, and so I was quite busy helping her with that. But anyway, does your brain need a break job? Wouldn't it be great if our brains had breaks and we can hit them when we're barreling down the road to porn and we could learn to put on the brakes so we slow down and turn around? When driving my car on some rare occasions, I hear a scraping sound when I put on the brakes. This calls for a brake job. It's telling me it's metal on metal down there. And uh, I don't have good brakes. And I eventually won't be able to stop when I need to. Almost all vehicles that move forward also have brakes on them. Well, did you know that your brain has a braking system as well? In fact, we were all born with it, and as we grow, it develops. We learn to not touch things that are hot. The brain of a child has little control over their brain break because they're learning everything they need to learn, and much of it happens automatically. Like they learn to speak their native language. Didn't have to take any classes or have a teacher. They just learned it by using their brains. So I found an article. So I found an article in Scientific American where I read about Professor Taco Hinch and he learned and was showing that there's something in our brain called Lynx 1, L-Y-N-X, then the number one. And here's a quote from that article. When we are young, we live through a biological critical period, a time when there is little breaking and the brain is extraordinarily adaptable. Certain kinds of learning seem to just happen without much special attention or practice. As we grow older, however, and we become more set in our ways, and the things we've learned in our youth are set now, and it becomes harder and harder to learn new things as you grow older. So what do you think happens when a young boy or girl are exposed to porn while their braking system is still forming. Gradually, over time, the brain has learned that there's pleasure down that road, the releasing of chemicals in our brains that are highly effective and addictive, to cause us to feel good, block out stress, turn a time of anger or loneliness or stress into a time for sexual medication. What do we need to be doing when our brakes are shot when it comes to being tempted, lured away, and enticed by lust uh, of just any glimpse of anything sexual? If we have looked at porn, especially hardcore porn videos, part of us is pushing on the brakes, which 
does nothing because they're shot and our sexual desires are putting the pedal to the metal and over the cliff we drive one more time. You know, (laughs) I even received an email this week from a young married man who found himself to be impotent when the time for sexual intimacy was happening with his wife. So he said he got out of bed, went to look at some porn, and rushed back before the erection was gone. Listen, my friends, they're discovering and have for probably 10 years now that many younger people who've grown up with hardcore porn experience the same thing. They've trained their brains to become aroused to have solo sex with their computer and have become impotent when the time is right. So I guess we could say they're hanging loose when it's time to reproduce. (laughs) Sorry, I just couldn't resist that one. However, I do have good news for everyone whose brakes are shot when it comes to porn. Now, I started watching porn when I was 12, actually seeing it in magazines. That was 56 years ago. And it destroyed my career as a pastor as my addiction became serious in the mid-90s. And then it nearly destroyed my marriage and blew up my family. So this is important. This is something we need to learn how to do. And now I'm in my 17th year of recovery, and guess what? My brakes have been restored. God gave me a brake job in my brain. Now, it was a long and slow process, but I can honestly say to you that when I begin to see anything sexually alluring or tempting to me, I quickly put on the brakes, do a 180, and get to a place where I am not being tempted. I've got good brakes, thanks to God and the Holy Spirit, whose fruit of self-control I'm experiencing in my life. Plus, now I have so much more time on my hands, and I can go out in public and actually see what's going on around me instead of being on the hunt for someone to lust over. I see people and I value them as creations of God instead of someone for me to use and throw away. Sure, there was a time when I had to really fight to get through withdrawal. It took me about six months to become clear-headed again and stop those desires for sexual sin. The temptations didn't stop. But I learned how to handle temptation by doing what the Bible tells us to do. And uh, what would those things be, John? Well, let me just give you two of them today. And the first one is really simple. Flee. We are told to flee youthful temptations. Paul writes this to Timothy in Ephesus. Now flee from youthful lusts and pursue righteousness. And notice... We are not told to flee our lusts alone, but we're told to take another action to flee our lusts and pursue righteousness. Get up, turn off your devices that have taken control over you, take action 
toward doing something that is good for you or even better, good for someone else. So first, flee. Second, find community. The reason we keep falling back into sexual sin because out of our shame, we live in isolation. We spend more time alone as our addiction grows deeper and wider. We want more frequency, more variety, and the deeper we go, the darker our shame grows. And then, how are you going to find the help you need? Is there a place where you can find a team of other men working on the same issue? Well, yes. We have 14 online support teams meeting weekly with guys all over the world where they are getting weekly accountability and daily support. There is also a program that I've written and produced called the 180 Recovery Program. It took me a couple of years to write it and film it. It is biblical and it is Christ-centered. And we now have the entire program if you just want to get the audio files. So you can purchase either one of these. The videos, we would like to receive $180 for them. And the audio, only $50. However, the best thing would be for you to join one of our online support teams and learn this program with a team of other men who will be there to help you. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Take care, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Goodbye.